0: And the Minister of Higher Education and Training, Dr. Bladen Zamande, briefed the media yesterday with an update in regard to the National Student Financial Aid Scheme and the payment of erroneously uh, defunded uh, students who will now be paid their funds. Uh, the minister also used the time to clear up uh, concerns that NSFAS uh, you know, uh, may be in a bit of a crisis. Uh, Uh, The minister saying that he is awaiting a report into the investigation. On the appointment of four service providers for the payment of student allowances. He's also directed and as far as to uh, look at ways to reduce the twelve rent charge uh, that is charged to students through the e Zaga uh, payment system. Recently, students from various higher learning institutions held protests over the newly introduced e-Zaga payment system. Let's speak to the see we joined now by the uh, not the minister, but the minister spokesperson Ishmael. Ney, good morning and thank you for talking to us.
1: It is always a pleasure to speak to you and the listeners.
0: Right, let's start first of all with the you know this uh, whole issue of this uh, defunding as it became termed and uh, um, what exactly were uh, was happening there? What were you uh, looking to fix? When you came upon this, and how is it? Uh, it seems as if in its implementation, there are a lot of people who may have uh, been erroneously uh, found themselves, uh, you know, v- victims uh, victimized, if I can use that term.
1: Well, thank you, TT, uh, for this question. Firstly, let's uh, correct the, the usage of the term defunding. Hmm. It was not
0: under
1: the defunding. Uh, Uh, criteria. However, we prefer that there were disqualifications that uh, happened as a result of various reasons. And the minister did indicate yesterday that um, there are three categories that uh, have categorized our students. There are those that uh, are in the hybrid application, the missing parent relations, and the latency in data uh, from our universities through the system that is called Mm -hmm. uh, HEMIS. Now, um, the, the hybrid applications are those that are our returning students. Mm. Now, uh, those are the ones that, uh, I, I, to a larger extent, you can account them as having been because erroneously mm. uh, because of the migration of uh, the old system to the new system that we are dealing with. Then there were glitches there, and some of the student information uh, was uh, lost in the process. Now, as you do, do know that when you process uh, data which is not complete, of course, the, the applications would, would not proceed as such. And that's mm. why a majority of them, they um, lodge uh, appeals and they, they are now funded. As we have confirmed uh, yesterday, that um, all of those uh, categories of students are now funded from the time that their allowances were stopped. However, are, there's a category of the missing parent uh, relationship. Now, this mm. is a problem because we are now working with the Department of Home Affairs, SARS, which is helping us to uh, verify the information that is provided to us. Now, in this instance, we have found that there are students who have provided only one parent, mm. not mentioning the other. Now, through the tiling of information with these institutions, we then discovered that uh, uh, there, there is if there's a mother there, and there is a father who these people these people are married, mm. and of course, then their um, their their qualification amount exceeds that which uh, is provided for uh, by NSFAS, which is three hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, uh, that if you must be earning less than this. Now, when you tally both the salaries of these parents, a majority of them they earning more, mm. and that is why these ones uh, also um, uh, were, were disqualified. Now, the last one are those that info, their academic eligibility information came a bit late from mm. uh, various institutions, and the majority of these students, we, we you know, initially we said we'll fund them. Then we realized in the process that uh, they have failed. We have a rule that we call a, a, an N-plus rule. We allow a student to fail once, once at, 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 you know, uh, for them to qualify for NFS. Now we then discovered that some of the students that initially were continuing students failed uh, and uh, and then when the data came to Nsw and that's why we had to stop uh, their their allowances
0: mm. so if i'm hearing there's different elements that we're dealing with there those that were purely technical here but in the majority of cases it sounds like this whole issue about verifying um you know the background of students who apply sounds like a it sounds like quite a challenge in terms of uh, you know the fact that it seems it's so easy for students to uh, either withhold or not, or fail to disclose information about maybe parents who may not even be married, but were, who may actually have the means, you know. Uh, or in, and if that information were taken into account, these people would not qualify.
1: Definitely, uh, Titi. That's why we, we we are really improving our relations with the. Uh, SARS, uh, you know, with SARS and with the Department of Home Affairs, because the databases uh, rest in these Mm. different departments, including what we have. Mm. Uh, We are having continuous engagements with them to make sure that as soon as an an applicant uh, has made an application, we then immediately tally before we even, uh, you know, could confirm a preliminary uh, that a student would would be, uh, you know, uh, um, given a grant. Mm. Or, or a, a puzzle in this instance. So we we are working on that. The only category of students where we don't have uh, mass challenges is Sasa beneficiaries mm. because automatically those they they get immediate confirmation mm. because of we we understand that they qualify. If you are a Sasa beneficiary, you qualify to receive immediately and yeah. And yeah. immediately. So we give mm. those immediate uh, answers. The others. That's why we have to tally the information, go from SARS to Home Affairs, and and Mm. to make sure that uh, at the ultimate, we give the grant, I mean, the the loan, not the loan, I'm sorry, but the the, the buzzery to the uh, recipient who qualifies. And it is a, a tedious process and, and we're teething uh, problems that we are resolving. Mm.
0: What about this direct payment that you've now since introduced and the, uh, this e-Zaga uh, payment system also that has been controversial? What seems to be the issue there? I mean, what, what, what did, why did you go this route?
1: Well, uh, we have adopted uh, what we call a direct payment system and, uh, and also um, that affects two uh, uh, areas. That is uh, the payment of allowances and student accommodation. Now, NSFAS has been given a mandate to look at uh, both of these because we're spending billions on student accommodation. At, uh, and, and, and now the mandate is that all those that stays in, 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 in student accommodation, NSFAS pays directly mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know, uh, to those landlords. That's why we verify them. Uh, either they are university or Tibet College uh, uh, or private accommodation we mm. verify such and grade them and then allow our student NSFS uh, beneficiary student to go and pay them. that is the direct link that we have created and this we do to avoid the evictions that we have now uh, in the previous years they've mm. seen where students have been evicted because of they not paid and when we realize when checking the system NSFS would have dispersed that money it's either it's still with the institutions or if it was uh, paid to, to the accounts of the students some of them would uh, would not forward that money to landlords and it creates a problem when they are removed it is categorized as NFS students having not okay. uh, or NFS mm. having not paid yet we would have paid now that's why we do it directly for accommodation in yes. terms of the allowances themselves same principle applies right. the difference here is that NFS is not a financial institution it cannot directly disperse money to individual um mm. a, a, a and that's why we're using third parties who are, in terms of the laws of South Africa, giving permission to disperse money. Now, this is where the issue of the four service providers that we have appointed, Mm -hmm. uh, which currently uh, we we are running our investigations because of the allegations that came through, that that there are problems in relation to how they were appointed and there are linkages with some officials. Is that
0: that now relating to the CEO as well?
1: That relates to the CEO as well. That's why Mm -hmm. he he has been uh, placed on leave of absence. Uh, And there's a a legal firm that has been appointed to investigate all these uh, issues that are in the public uh, eye currently uh, in terms of uh, what could have happened in the process and so on and so forth. But beyond it, we are also as NSFAS and the Department of Education and Training running, uh, you know, uh, visiting all these institutions to check in terms of uh, the, the, the students who have not been onboarded, meaning those that who have not as yet converted to the new system as okay. to what the problems are and yesterday the minister gave a very a uh, 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 broad picture that uh, the majority of our universities but, have 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 on board. they are between 90 percent and 100 okay. percent only two or three of them they are still at uh, around 80%, i'm gonna have to yeah i'm, so yeah, I'm gonna yeah.
0: have to jump in there we have to leave it there thank you so much uh ishmael Mnissi, spokesperson for the minister of higher education and training